like fruit. <laughs> fruit, sweet flavored things. What do you mean? What do you mean? You fool. Yo. Fruity things like fruit, like flavor some. Like I've got these two beers, yeah. Yeah. I've got black currant milkshake IPA. Okay. Or I've got raspberry milk stout. What should we go for? Um, well, it's it's a matter of preference, isn't it? But that's why I'm asking you. I'll drink both. Milk stout. Yeah. I want to see what that's about. Milk stout. Dark ambition. Come on. That's me. I <laughs> <laughs> oh. wait to start the episode. I'm going to let open this. Episode 42, Beer Rap and Banner. And i got a great player for you, Cal. Who is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Tore. Colo, colo, colo. What? Colo, colo. Okay. Colo, colo, Tore. Yeah, yeah. Hey. This is the whole episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good they named him twice. Come on. Yaya Tore has got to be one of the best midfielders to ever play in the Premier League. One of the best midfielders to ever play in the Premiership. And I think it's an interesting topic. One of the best African players, if not the best African player to ever grace the Premiership. Wow, definitely top three selected. I'd say he's got he's got to compete with um, Drogba to be number one. Why you gotta do me like Drogba? Drogba. He's got to compete with Drogba oh. and Arsenal's own Loren because Loren was a serious. Oh, Loren player. was for Cameroon. Mm. Drogba was for Ivory Coast and Yaya Toure. And Yaya Toure is for Ivory Coast. They, they they had a very strong Ivory Coast team. They I th- did. Yeah. did. I they thought they could have done well in the World Javinio Cup. Javinho as well. Yes. Which is kind of a bit of a lower yeah. level of quality from Yaya Toure. There was now. reports from, uh, <laughs> was it Pat Rice, someone's autobiography that Javinho used to get bullied by Wilshire and loads of players because if he's just, just got bullied on Picton. Oh, he had a huge forehead to be fair. I can oh, imagine the bounce bats on that would have been ridiculous. He had like a spider haircut. But, um, oh, I just want to be careful of that. Try some of that, brother. Just while Kala is having a sip of this, just to let you know, listeners, this is episode 42, Beer Up and Banner. We're on all platforms. However you're listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. You've got to stop pouring that big head in the beers, man. You've got to improve your pouring technique. I'm sorry. It's because I'm pouring at an angle. We're, uh, we're recording. You can't it's pull a, a pint to save your life. It's not a pint. It's a, it's, a, it's a tin. Anyway, I'm pouring you the Dark Ambition Raspberry Milk Stout, 7%. Wow. Yeah, ooh. a luxury sweet stout with creamy body from lactose and delightful fruitiness. You like it a bit fruity. We all like it a bit fruity. Pause. From a very generous late raspberry addition with a fulsome mouthfeel <laughs> and bitter roast to balance with this beer with anything you had before. And we're on a Sunday. It's a nice Sunday mm. vibe. Are you liking it? So if I'm lactose intolerant, does that mean I'm going to struggle to drink this? You're going to be shitting everywhere. <laughs> Don't. Um, this, no, I don't yeah, think this, this is a, I mean, I like a nice stout. Yesterday I was drinking a Guinness, mm. uh, the foreign, extra foreign import. Cheers. Yeah. But yeah, this is nice, man. This, it's, it's a bit smoother than a Guinness. Yeah, it is. It's the strongest, like 7% raspberry milk stout. But it's got a nice taste to it. Do you want a bit more? Yeah, I want to say no, man. This is nice. I pour it slow. <laughs> As oh. he says, well, no, I don't want to get any on my tracksuit bottoms. It in there. Uh, anyway, um, you got to tilt the glass at an angle when you're pouring it. Bro. Yeah, you're a bit of a connoisseur, aren't you? No, but that, that's all. That's all you got to do. You just tilt, tilt the glass and Let tilt, it rest. tilt the can. So, if you do or don't know, listeners, we often drink new beers, try different beers on beer wrap and banner. Yes, this is beer wrap and banner. 
Whatever you're listening to, thank you for checking us out on your podcast provider. Big up all the new listeners, old listeners, driving, whatever you're doing um, and as we continue our journey. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we missed the trick last episode. We had episode 41. Mm. Declan Rice for West Ham. Oh, that was lovely school. Yeah. Oof. Uh, we're watching the Arsenal-Everton game streaming it, but uh, Declan Rice, we should have had 41, man. But anyway, it's getting harder you know, as we you go know, through the De- episodes. Declan Rice is looking like a new player on the come up. Um... You know, I wonder if at his stage of his career right now, if Federico Macheda was doing better than Declan Rice is doing right now. Nah, Declan Rice is doing better than Macheda. Because when Macheda was on the come up, he was making a name for himself and he was looking like, okay, he could be a good player for United. And then it just didn't work out. He just... Yeah, he's had an international <laughs> call up though, Declan Rice. And okay. We're repping, even, yeah. He's West Ham. Neither of us are West Ham, but we'll rep mm. him for the East London. Go on, um, go on, Declan. Yeah, East London. We're going to get into East London uh, in a bit, but first of all, we've got to talk about obviously um, our say East London. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you want to talk about that first? <laughs> oh, we're we'll going to talk about East London. We'll in get a bit. The, but, yeah. yeah, we'll get, yeah we'll, let's keep it moving. We'll keep it moving. All right. Well, first of all, we'll start with saying R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. Oh man. Um. Yeah. I, I wanted to get this out of the way first. The sad. The sad news that. Um, the rapper, entrepreneur, businessman, community leader, Nipsey Hussle was unfortunately shot and murdered outside of his shop uh, in his area of Crenshaw, I believe. Very sad news. Very sad. Yeah. Um, and we don't often, I mean, you know, there's a lot of passings over the weeks and we don't often dwell on people that have passed and what's been going on. But, you know, it's, it's someone who we we enjoyed listening to. Um on and off and more his his message and what he was saying and what he did for the community was really inspiring and forward thinking um yeah it's it's a real shame man um because for me Nipsey Hussle was was one of the best rappers out so on a musical level he's someone that I really fucked with um you know as 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 it goes when someone passes away you kind of end up going back to their music don't you um and his last album, Victory Lap, I'm starting to think that was a classic. Yeah, people pose it as a classic. I'm, I'm starting to think it was, because when it dropped, I was like, yo, this is hard. And I was pumping it on heavy rotation. I came back to it again after the sad news. And I was still feeling it just as much as the first time I, I listened to it. And I'm not skipping any tracks. Yeah. And it's just, it's, but it's just great music. And it's a real shame that we're not going to hear any more music from Nipsey Hussle. He was like 33 years old. He was still young. I'd like to think there's more music in the in the chamber, unreleased music versus that his estate can put together and release and um, generate money and, and and awareness for his family. I'm sh- I'm sure there's there's stuff out there, sort of like when he's passed. I hope so. I mean, his last album was nominated for best rap album. It was his first album, apparently. Well, he, he you know stated. you know the ones where you kind of make mixtapes. Yeah. Um, so he's got he's got a whole bunch of mixtapes he's made throughout his career. But yeah, yeah. this would be his major label debut album. Yeah. Um. Uh. And oh, man, I'm I'm in bits. Like he was an absolute legend, a legend in the streets, a legend in the community, and he was starting to become a legend in the music industry. Um, I think it's like one of those things, you know, when you've got someone from around the way where everyone knows that person from around the way and they're a bit of a local legend. Yeah. I think he was that guy in his hood. Definitely. And so he's a big loss for his, his community over there. 
Um, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to his family. He's, he's uh, survived by his uh, his partner, Lauren London, and um, his children. And it's it, it's going to be rough for them, man. You know, losing your father, losing your 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 partner or your husband or your boyfriend, losing anyone's that easy, especially someone who was <clears throat> who was so positive and was all about helping the community. So he had a big big message of buying back the block, buying buying property mm. in the area which you grew up in, investing your money, not spending it on things that don't hold value or don't appreciate in value. Um, so his shop in which he was murdered outside was his clothing shop, which was which is fascinating because it had had all his merchandise from Crenshaw and the Marathon clothing line and you could mm. scan clothing and it would give you uh, extra content. It'd give you visuals, uh, information and other stuff. So he was a forward thinker there. He bought a shop next door, which was a, either a fishmonger's or a fish restaurant. He was doing stem cell research in the area. I didn't know he had a fish restaurant. That's dope. It's right next to it. I think it was a fishmonger's fish shop, you know, mm. um, in, his, in his little sort of corner uh, shopping areas that they got. Uh, he was doing a lot of work with Silicon Valley and young people within Crenshaw, so mm. helping a lot of the young black kids. Uh, at a real, real figure of the community, walking around any area, working with the police to help stop gang violence and it's like if he could get it out there it's like flipping hell what you know everyone just be careful just be careful in what you're doing and obviously make sure you live for today you plan for tomorrow and you know you just you just do what you got to do and, and and progress you know don't procrastinate it's deep man i mean there's a lot of uh conspiracies surrounding his death and yeah that was bollocks man I don't know, man. Well, I, I think that was from the Dr. Sebi uh, documentary he was putting together, but he was basically murdered by someone that he knew, this Eric Holder, uh, who was a known informant, known, uh, just a guy that was just not liked in the community, uh, always hating, causing trouble, and was a known informant to the police, was going up to Nips. He said there's, there's CCTV footage of him going up to Nips, being told to go away, sh being shooed away, comes back, Starts starts shooting at them all, emptying on him, runs away, realises that no one's chasing him, no one's shooting him, comes back, shoots, stands over him, shoots him again, runs away again, realises he can get away with it, stands over him, shoots him, kicks him, and then does a beeline. So That's fucked up. Big time, I mean, bro. Big time, bro. From what I'm hearing, um, he hit Nipsey five times in the torso and once in the head. Mate. Another couple of people were wounded in the shooting. Um, you know, and the hospital was pronounced dead um, at 3.55 p.m. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. And he was, he was just on his, like, he was outside his shop, just comfy, just being normal. And for these pe people just to, just to get you and just all this anger and, and negative energy. That's why we're not even watching the negative energy. You can't in 2009. You've got to turn everything from a negative into a positive. We'll talk about that. Shortly as the, well. The positive is going to be that um, the man, the man Nipsey Hussle was really focused and really driven. Yeah. And really inspiring. A really positive person. And if anything, if someone like that dies, it's just going to inspire other people to be... The next generation. To be just like him, to kind of be a chip off the old block. You know, yeah. To kind yeah. of... Take up, take that message on board of and and you know you look at where he came from. He just came from nothing, from yeah. nowhere, and he's literally dragged himself <clears throat> up by his bootstraps and became a millionaire. Yeah. And if Nipsey can do it, 
anyone can do, can do it. it. He was so forward thinking. Like I wasn't like musically. I'll be honest. I wasn't the biggest. Uh, my biggest. My biggest project from him that I I used to blast and play a lot was the Crenshaw mixtape. Mm. So me, that was a standout project. And then the Victory Lap, I liked. I went back to it now and again, um, and I can see how it's matured over the time. And people are saying it's it's a classic or modern day classic. That's okay. That's that's people's opinion. Is is very good from my personal standpoint. I think he made music that um, does stand the test of time, and you can play from beginning to end. So where he started off with the bullets, uh, bullets with got no name or Slawson Boy projects. Slawson, yeah. yeah. So he he was constantly putting in work, selling CDs, selling T-shirts, self made, self made, self made, self made, hustling, 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 businesses, and he and he he had a lot of street smart knowledge on the records sort of like a sort of like a Nas would do where he talked to you about how to invest your money how to live right so he wasn't coming across preachy he was like an education definitely he definitely sounds inspired by that Nas and Jay era of kind of like golden age rap music where yeah music with a really, message yeah people were really spitting some bars and really had something to say yeah that like he even foretold in his music, like it will be the people that smoke with you, will be the people in your circle that will want you out. Mm. It will be people that are closest to you that will wanna want it's, your demise. It, it's, it's crazy. He sounded so like sad, so you sad. You know, he sounded like a man of principles, Big a time. man, a man of integrity, um, and a man who empowered everybody around him. And he's gonna be a sad miss. Mm. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. You know, may your soul rest in power. That's it. Moving on. That's very sad. That's very sad. We've got to find something something uplifting. Uh, we were talking about turning a negative um, into a positive. And um, yeah, just advice. You just got to turn, turn whatever situation you're in and just look at the positives and just flip it. Um, something that I watched that talks about this is the Netflix documentary Loser. Have you seen that yet? No. What's that about? Oh, it's fascinating. So it's loads of mini episodes. Uh, not related, all based on loss in sport mm. uh, with individual athletes and, and, and teams. And uh, it's really well produced. It's about 18 minutes long, 17 minutes long, not too long. And it's a mix of animation, interviews and real footage. And it talks about how athletes have over, uh, have faced loss in a, in a situation and how, they're, how they've dealt with it or overcome loss. Uh, so it's also all about the psyche of losing and overcoming it. And there's some really good episodes of, um, there was a uh, boxer, Michael Bent, who became world champion. And he he was, you know, world heavyweight champion due to fight Tyson. And he lost to Herbie Hyde. And he went from the high of mm. like his dad wanting him to be a boxer um, and just saying that that's all you're going to be. And he didn't really want it, want to become that. But he he evolved into that, became the champion uh, beat that Tommy who's the great white hope the white white boxer uh, you yeah <laughs> yeah the great white hope <laughs> we're finally gonna have a quality podcaster oh my god somebody knows about hip hop waiting at 13 stone <laughs> 5 foot 7 <laughs> English the local hero um, so he overcomes getting knocked out and going from extreme highs of being the world champion, the world heavyweight champion, and then getting destroyed and then just falling flat on his face. Um, but he's turned that around to help with uh, directors in boxing scenes, um, write plays, uh, become advisors in, in acting roles. And it's that's, that's fascinating. That's dope. So he might have been a man behind the camera in the Creed movie helping uh, 
everyone with the choreography. Yeah, he helped. He helped. Like I'm sure he helped with Creed. He's helped Sylvester Stallone. He's worked with uh, Clint Eastwood. He's worked with loads of people. It's really worth watching if you haven't checked it out. And there was another one. Um, it's just overcoming loss and how you overcome loss and how you deal with it. Uh, and someone who we know who turned a negative uh, into a positive was uh, this this whole jammer thing where he was he was pushed over at Eskimo dance. Did you see the push? Yeah. <laughs> and what do you think? I thought that was hilarious, bro. That he got pushed over. Yeah. yeah. It was in the moment. But I think how he how he handled it was really good. Mm. I mean, to be fair, the guy was blanched out. I think the guy's an MC himself, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, ribs. And, um, you know, Jammer kind of got pushed over and then he stands up and then he's trying to square up with man. And then it just kind of looked like he was like, what? Oh, it, yeah. You'll, <laughs> you'll probably knock me out if I hit you. So, you know, I mean, just, you know, whatever. Well, he, took, he, took the mic out, he took the mic out of his hand and then he moonwalked. He looked like he moonwalked away, didn't he? <laughs> but when he got pushed over, he got the, the record got the wheel up as well. It, it seemed like the push was, was in sync with the wheel up of the DJ as well. It was <laughs> mad timing. That, that definitely gets a reload. Push up, push up, pull up, pull up, push man over. But what I'm saying is how he, how he then turned that whole negative thing of being pushed and, mm. and his ego could have been damaged. You know, we're talking of one of the main people in Graham on a stage in front of thousands of people yep. at a big rave. Yep. I think it was Eskimo dance. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but then not to fight, he's actually turned it into a song. That's probably the best way to do things, man. Yeah. Keep it all positive, you know. Um, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. I think you need a sense of humor in life. So, well, you definitely do. You can't take yourself take yourself too seriously. But uh, mm. thought it was Ian right, but I won't see him right. Yeah, heard it, have you? No, nah. because everyone thought it was Ian right. I know, um, and he had that hat that Ian right wears, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, that old school hat. Can you imagine if Ian Wright was at a grime set? What what footballer would be a good grime MC? I know you had Balassi who did a grime thing and. Bradley Wright Phillips. But who do you think would be a top, top Graham MC footballer? Lukaku. Well, everyone thinks he looks like Stormzy, don't they? Oh. So, shower man down. Tell my man, shut up. Lukaku with his dead right, touch. What, so what, with someone's game, whose game seems like they would be a good MC? Oh. What about uh, Deli Ali? He might be a, a sort of neat, tidy, technical MC. Yeah, I'm not really rating Delhi Ali. Or Danny, Danny the, Walker. Nah. Walker might be a little fast MC. Danny Walker. Spitting bare bars. Who's Danny Walker? Danny Rose. No. Walker. Carl Walker. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't we have someone in our school called Danny Walker? Probably. I think in the year above. Probably, probably. Yeah. I don't know who'd be a good, a good MC. Um... I bet a lot of the footballers do do try and MC and chat shit. Kante, he'd be better happy and just like, nah, not really. Nah, he'd be so quiet. Like, he'd be trying to grab the mic like no one's giving him the mic. <laughs> he'd be like on a radio, you know, yeah. and they're trying to push, move, Kante, move, bro. in Golo. No Golo. <laughs> no Golo. No Golo. Well, he ain't scored in a while, has he? So he's definitely no Golo. Bro, he's not meant to score. He's, a, he's the best <laughs> defensive midfielder in the world. But um, why are you going on like he's Makaleli, man? He's not that guy. Better than Makaleli. Better than Makaleli. Yeah, I said it. Nah, you're gassed. What? You're in gassed. in Golo Kante is not better than Makaleli. You think Kante is, is a better defensive midfielder than Makaleli? But Makaleli was so good, 
they gave him his own role in football. They named a role after him. What, defensive midfielder? The Makaleli role. Oh, get out of here. Did they? What are you talking about? Have you never heard that phrase? The Makaleli role? No. Oh, my God. Bruv, when you're, you know, like playing in the hole behind the strikers? Yeah, the number like, 10. That's like the hole. Yeah. But then when you play, like if you're playing in a in front uh, of the diamond back, and, yeah. Yeah, and you're sitting in front of yeah. the defence. That's his defensive they call that They call that the Makaleli role. I never knew that. Google it. I will. <laughs> I still think Kane is better though. No, no chance. No chance. Makaleli was just so good, man. It's unreal. He was in. He was always in world class teams, though. He could beat players. He could do everything. Kane has always been. Yeah, but in there was a reason teams. why he was always in world class. Yeah, teams. true. I'll give you that. Because <laughs> he was that's world like, class. That's like the debate about David Beckham. It was like twenty three years since he came into the scene, and and listening on the radio, people were split. Is he world class or was he overrated? Really? Yeah. I don't think he was overrated at all. He earned his stripes. Yeah, he did. I don't. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was a very. I think he was a a good player that that worked very hard mm. and had was. Yeah, I mean, you obviously can't doubt his achievements. Mm. I wouldn't put him in a world-class team. If you want to talk about out-and-out quality, like, he's probably not the most quality footballer out there, but he definitely had qualities. Like, his dead ball delivery was second to none. Like, he might have been the best in the world at sort of whipping in crosses and taking free kicks and, you know. Johnson Moore. Um Nah, I'm good on that. So this is an interesting conversation about hard work and talent. Um, David Beckham being from East London. Uh, our next thing about East London. Say East London for me. Say East London. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What is Posty doing Posty. and saying? Videos were emerged of my man giving it a dead, dead chop. Dead beat. Dead chop. There's no, no, nothing dead see part of me yeah so right the footage got exposed of him like beating this girl like having sex with this girl uh and then filming her first of all like a few things okay not even there's there's, there's not even there's not even talk about like yeah say east london like making her say east london that's we'll, we'll talk about that in a, in a second but the whole thing of him filming it literally behind her back mm. but being behind her back like did she notice? Did she know film that like he was filming her? Because then when her head pops up, she sort of sees it and then sort of tries to cover her face. And she don't she don't instantly go, no, stop, stop filming, stop filming. But this is a whole conversation of of guys who film while they're getting greased off without girls knowing is a whole nother situation. See, I didn't I didn't actually consider that. So I considered that. Because I everyone was laughing about the oh he's 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 giving her the dead chop. His big belly's there. He's like beating his ting. He's saying making her say East London, whatever, which is funny, which we could talk about. But then also, like, your are you, is she is she did she give consent to, to be filming? Filmed. And now she's gone viral. This girl, whoever she is, that was getting oh people were sending shit around on WhatsApp. But it's went viral, bro. Yeah, yeah, we know who she is. Well. Yeah, someone knows who she is. Or people... <laughs> oh, sad. Can you imagine you're out with this girl, you're dating her. It's like, oh, I've met this really nice girl. Now, honestly, I think... And then all of a sudden... I think they were linking, you know, it was one of them ones. And they were, you know, they were beating, innit? And they do what they do. Maybe it's not the first time he's pulled the phone out and filmed her. So then, but then the video... Okay, okay. So it might not be the first time. Okay, people film each other. That's fine. That's great. And because like you say, if, if she really had an objection to it, she could have just been like, oh, what are you doing? Turn that off. Stop, stop, stop. But she 
she she could she might have she might not have had the the, the balls the bottle to do that. She might have just or she might she might not have even I don't know. She might have she might not have known or she might have said something after. Oh, what are you gonna do with that? You're not gonna show any of your friends, are you? Yeah, and then you'd be like, no, 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 baby, it's all right. I'm not gonna show anyone. Like, how many conversations have people had with girls that they've mm. filmed with, or they've, or girls that have seen them film, and then they go, no, no, I'm not gonna show anyone. And then soon as soon as they go or whatever, it's like, hey man, I'm just done. It's funny because because how like, did how did everyone else get the footage then? Um, Young spray. I mean, it could be a hack. It could be up. one of them ones where you know, if you set your phone to automatically back up to iCloud, you don't even think about that anymore. Every time you take a picture or a video, that's getting backed up. To I the hear cloud. you. I hear you. And but if somebody finds out what your iCloud password is, they're getting access to all your shit. Okay, that's a whole nother. Yeah, okay, I hear you, but that's a whole nother thing. So it was a bit. It was a bit worrying that first of all that footage is going around. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, to be fair, Fence like aside. I said, I, I don't really consider that aspect of it. That is kind of deep. Like, obviously, you shouldn't be filming people and having sex with them without their consent. Oh, Kelly. Um, but you know, it's been known to happen. Like, it, you know, sometimes you just. Yeah. In the heat of the moment, and you know, you kind of just pull your phone out. You want to capture it, and you know, if if she doesn't say, this is this is a huge talking point. Because <laughs> if she doesn't say no, then you know, is it okay? Is that kind of a way of her giving her consent by not saying no? But, well, but this then, is this is the whole thing. Yeah, if if it becomes public, when does no mean no? Then you know, can she turn yes around and say, I didn't no. actually express my consent? There you go. Yeah, that's it's political. Sticky, it's sticky. That's political. Obviously, you shouldn't be filming people without their consent. Yeah, and you definitely shouldn't be making them say East London. Well, <laughs> I don't know what like, that was hilarious because, like, obviously, us being from East London, like East London's a beautiful place, <laughs> and being from East London brings me with immense pride and joy. And whenever I go around the world, when I say East London, it you know, this you know, East is important to people. But have you ever? Have you ever smashed the thing and, and wanted to let her say your ends, where you're from? Say Leyden, say Leyden. Oh, that was my voice, wasn't it? Say Leyden, say L <laughs> No, I haven't. No, of course I haven't. I mean, I've said some greasy shit in my time and we all have, innit? Like, we all said some like greasy. What's greasy? Stratford. <laughs> say oh. Stratford. <laughs> oh, you're filthy. <laughs> <laughs> say, say Maryland Chicken Shop. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, say Hackney. Say Hackney. Hackney. Oh. <laughs> say Pembury Estate. Oh, that well, is from. Nice. Um, um, but uh, yeah, no, I, don't know, from I, I, I don't know what came over Posty to make him want to do that, but he went viral. There's people making t shirts. Oh. There's all kinds of memes on the social media. We're from East London with a man in my book. East London with a man in my book. Boop, 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 boop. Man in my book. I'm from East London with a man in my book. What a record. Rough squad. Extra. Go Google that. That is that is our ultimate grime record. If you want to know what grime is, that beat by Rapid. Do you reckon she'd have done that? Do you reckon if Posty was beating it, he said, say East London, when I'm in my ball. <laughs> but you say greasy things in sex, naturally. Mm. When you're in sex, and if nothing should be off limits, like you're in the moment, um, you know, you should say what you can within reason, obviously, uh, as long as it, you know, doesn't offend the person or they, you know, or they don't want to be offended. I don't mind being offended. Certain things can go, but that is a bit mad to say East London. Well, I, I don't well, know Maybe why, he was doing it on purpose. It. Maybe he why. did it on purpose for like footage of like, bro, nothing surprises me nowadays. Not with this Jesse Schmelet guy with flipping like all these things that people do. 
it's like people just do anything just to push the boat out, push the envelope out. The guy streaming himself when he was shooting up the mosque in New Zealand. That, that, I mean, that was nuts. Dude, like, what did he do? Put like a GoPro camera on his helmet or something and then just go into it. Like, it was like a first person shooter. But if I watched camera it, footage. I watched it and I, re- I regret watching it because it was really disturbing. I, I didn't watch it. I was just like, no, nah, this is going to be nuts. It was a morbid curiosity. Mm. Just like I watched the Nipsey Hustle shooting thing and I was like, why am I, what, Ben, why do you do nah, this? Why do you watch things watch like this? Yeah, I'm a bit, I shouldn't, I mean, I'm not morbid like that. I mean, I am interested in death. You know, death is fascinating, obviously, because it goes a part of life. Oh, you lost the stream. But why do we watch these things? It was sad. It was sad. But uh, yeah, anyway, I hope the girl, the East London girl, I don't even think she was from East London as well. Well, if she was from East London, maybe it wouldn't be so exciting for her to say it. She might have been from like, uh, who knows, Essex or something else. Maybe. But yeah, you definitely got to watch what you're saying and doing. Uh, further talks at East London. We got a whoa, okay. She's not from East London, that's mad. Talking to East London as well. Big news that Jay Huss is out of prison, uh, and he was brought out on stage by Drake um at his recent concert over the weekend. I don't know if you saw footage of that or you heard anything about it. Um, no. Go on, tell us a bit about that, bro. Well, I just said it, so <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing more to say. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's as far as my uh, oh, Saturday night. Well, shout out to Jay Huss because like, I like Jay Huss's music. I heard he was doing a bird for a little while. He's away for quite a while. Yeah. Um, so he went away for carrying, got, he got caught carrying a knife. Mm. Uh, he came out and he was on stage. Drake put him out on stage at his London show and he performed a track or two. Everyone was going mad saying, you know, Jay Huss is back. This is great. This is, this is really positive. Uh, Drake, another excellent move of showing love. Uh, you know, with London sound and England sound, but also keeping himself relevant still overseas. He's the master of that. You know, he does it so well with different different parts of hip hop and, and different countries. Man of the people, as it were. But some people were saying, you know, we're, are we celebrating someone who brought, who got caught with a knife? He's now out of prison. You know, I hope this is being used to, raise awareness for knife crime and it he uses his time out to speak to people about not carrying a knife. So he got caught with a knife. The same thing that everyone's being anti-knife talks and now they're celebrating him being out of prison and they sort of forgot about it. Well, you know, sometimes uh, it's like one of these things with um, R. Kelly and Michael Jackson and stuff. You know, you hear about them doing horrible things, but if they drop an absolute banger of a song... You know, maybe, maybe you still want to hear their music, you know? Yeah. I, I honestly think Jay Huss is one of the most talented musicians in the UK. Yeah, period, no, I don't disagree. Regardless of genre. And he's given birth to a lot of these people. Yeah, he's... he's, um, he's I know a, a lot of these artists sound the same now. He's a trendsetter, he's an innovator, all of that good stuff. Yeah, definitely. And musically, he's amazing. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, it's great he's come out. It's great that he's making music, but let's hope he uses this to raise awareness, to speak to young men and in particular, well, young men, white and black, because it's not just a black thing. It's white, it's white boys, Asian boys, black boys that are, are carrying knives and getting caught in these, in these, in fights and, and dying or getting, getting stabbed and hurt, that he raises awareness to say, look, don't be like me. Don't be stupid like me. Don't get caught slipping or don't hold a knife you know don't feel that you've got to do that to protect yourself I know he's famous I know he's from the bits he was from like 
where's he from in East? Like Plasto or East Ham or somewhere like that. Stratford. In Stratford, yeah, around them sides. So he, Do you reckon he'll be saying, say he's London? <laughs> uh, <laughs> soon as he gets out of jail, uh, the first tricky links. <laughs> say he's London. Baby. <laughs> I'll have a Fanta with no highs and then say it's London, baby. <laughs> so random. So random. I love some. I love some banter with no knife. He'll, he'll have to have something like you know. I just hope it's used for a positive message. And again, we're talking about turning a loss into a positive, turning an L, flipping an L. Because what happens when you flip two two L's? You get a W. Jeez, talk to me. Look, I'm even showing. Two L's into a W. Hey. And that's what we're about. This is what episode well, 42. That's, that's what we need for Arsenal because right now Arsenal's taking an L, 1-0 down. Nah, I think we'll get it back from, from Everton. Well. So I just hope, you know, Jay Huss, welcome back, doing your thing. Um, East London, always on the rise. Uh, I've got to say big up Skillet and K9 also in East London, uh, from East London. I saw yeah, them man. doing their things out, big in, up, big up, big up. But out in Brooklyn for WrestleMania and NXT. So I was watching a bit of this wrestling with my younger cousin and... Uh, yeah, they're doing their thing, man. Big up the Gorilla uh, Position Podcast. Big up all the podcasts out there. There's so many podcasts to mention. Yeah, man. Um, I noticed you've been doing a bit of networking in this podcast world, man, and, and discovering quite a few other fellow podcasters like ourselves. It's dope, man. I like it. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's like uh, Your Friends Don't Be A Dick podcast. Big mm. them up. Uh, there's the Wrong Side Of 30 podcast. Big up Cons. Uh, oh, is that Cons in there? Yeah. Oh, shout out to Cons. Yeah. But there's so many. There's only the man them. There's the real group chat. There's so many podcasts out there. There's just, just loads, loads. There's loads, it? and whatever you listen, and, and it, there's room for everyone. There's no hating. There's beer rap and banner. Obviously, you're listening to us. Come on. Whatever you're listening to us, we appreciate. We love you guys. You know, make you say East London, because we're from East London. Say East London. Say it. <laughs> Has a girl ever said some mad greasy shit? Where you've been like, Rrr! the record skips. You go, wait a minute. I think we had this conversation a while back about uh, comments during sex, but I can't imagine anything to make you think. Uh, yeah, a girl said she wants to put her finger in my bum. And what did you say? Wait a minute. He said, go for it. Hey, nothing you got to do, do the Swiss Beats voice for that. Just, Wait a minute. <laughs> huh? <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> You're doing the little John. Okay. Okay, what? Okay. It's showtime. That's what man said. It's showtime. I put my finger in your bum. It's showtime. Huh? There's nothing wrong with that. A little bit of, you know. Can I put my finger in your bum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> oh. No, I've been, oh, the geese. <laughs> can, I, can I put my finger in your bum? Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> can I put my finger in your bum? Skirt, skirt. <laughs> skirt, skirt. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Oh, we're going back to the rap, the rap ad-libs. Oh, there you go. Oh, the EFO. Oh, oh, man. Oh, mate. Um, interesting. Although that's, you know, if a girl wants to explore that and you want to have that done to you, there's nothing wrong with that. Greece. Doesn't mean you're gay. Although there's, yeah, that doesn't mean you're gay. Can you have a heterosexual sex and fingers in the bum and things going in the bum? Well, when you say things. because it not be considered homosexual? Yes, you can, 100%. Why? Because it's in a heterosexual relationship with another woman and you're a, a heterosexual straight male. So when you say things, I'm not talking about pegging 
which I've heard is a thing where the, the girl, hell is that? Where the girl will uh, put a dildo in the strally. Draw for the strally. <laughs> draw for the nine millimeter. Wow. She draws for the strap, and then what happens? What do you mean? What happens, blood? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What happens? What the fuck you mean is gonna happen? What do you think? What man are gonna play FIFA or something? Sit down and jam and like joystick. Ah, jo- oh, joystick. Whoa, pause. No, okay, so so this right, so right. You know the man's G spot is in his bum, right? Uh, so I've heard. Okay, so that is it's in his bum, right? So I've heard, and there was a thing on pegging. I think I've heard about. It. I've not seen it like porn or nothing like that, obviously. But um, where the girl will ha- have sex with the man with a strap on, or put something in his bum while they're having sex. So. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I mean, I think if a man is being penetrated, like obviously if it's against his will, like in a rape situation. No, we're not talking about that. We're, t- we're talking about I, like... I wouldn't say that a man is homosexual because he's being raped. We're talking about forced, consensual sex. But if it's consensual and a man is having penetration in his bum, then I think that's homosexual. That, that, or at least it's a homosexual no, it's, activity. No, it's not no? homosexual. Because homose- homo means the same, doesn't it? I think it's Latin, homosexual. Okay. So the same. So if it was two men doing it, so just the that fact, would be homosexual. Just game. the fact that it's a man and a woman means everything is okay. Yeah. So hundred percent. So what if it's a, a a chick with a dick, a woman born with a penis, and a man is you know. Well, you're getting you're getting really technical now. Well, and, and, and I haven't explored that category in Pornhub. Is she not? I scrolled straight past that. I didn't. Is she not still a woman? And is that still not heterosexual sex? Uh, it could be. Uh, I wouldn't know in regard. I'm talking about man and woman, and through experiences and history, I haven't had anything in my bum in terms of uh, other than a tongue. Really, that's about as deep as it goes for me. Okay. I've um, had a girl stick a finger in my bum once, try it, and it was like, it was mad. I didn't, I was like, nah, mm, I weren't really like. crazy? But I was like, because I think it's, I think it's heterosexual. If you're with a mm. woman and it's, it's sex and anything's going on, mm. then yeah, you should try and explore these things. Like Anything goes when it comes to holes, because pimpin' ain't easy. easy. So in terms of like, you've got to both be comfortable and both be consensual. That's the first and foremost thing, right? Yes. And you've got to be, Oh, it's a great Don't call. let them do that. Please not 2-0. Okay. So then you've got to be comfortable in yourself thinking, if she explores down there mm. and doesn't make me gay, it's just exploring my sexuality. That's the second thing. Because you're with a woman. So it don't make you gay. Okay. It's interesting the way that, that you could put it. I mean, I guess... But some people are not comfortable with it because it's near the bum. Like some, some, some men are not comfortable doing anything near a woman's bum. Thing is, there's no rule book for this, is there? That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's about what's, what you're comfortable doing yeah. and, and, ha- and how you feel yourself. So you, some, peop- some, some men are like, oh, I don't want to put it in a girl's bum because that's gay. And that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because like, how, yeah, that's how, how, how can yeah, it be sticking in a woman's bum be gay? It's mm. a woman, bruv. Mm. Or, yeah, I see your point. Ha- see your point. Ha- licking a woman's bum. Like, it's calm. As long as everyone's clean, super calm. Okay. Getting, um, getting your getting your getting your t- getting your salad tossed out. There is a risk of of uh, spreading E. coli from. Uh, Bro, you could spread in anything in this day and age, man. Like you could go to K. Look at the man that eat coli and shit on the McDonald's. People that eat McDonald's mm. and like touch the flat screen and t- 
touch the food screen. Do you know how much shit is on there? Yeah. Do you know people that chat shit about eating food and still eat McDonald's and kebab? Mm. Them so it's bollocks. As long as everyone's clean. I'm not saying obviously wash your bum in like Dettol and stuff and then... <laughs> but you've got to explore these things as, 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 a, as a listener. I, I, I don't know, man. I just think certain things... I think it's a part of growing up and being, you know... Certain things I think, you know, you don't need to explore. Why um, not? Like... I'm not judging anyone. If anybody wants to explore and do whatever they want to do, that's totally up to you. Do your thing. But I just think there's certain things you don't explore. Like for me, I've never had anything go up my, my booty. There's no penetration. And I've never like, you know what I mean? Done like that to... To a woman. I was trying to think, I was trying to actually swing it back to that kind of... Uh, chick with a dick scenario where there's like a, a penis or a what did you call it pegging pegging like, is a ma- I've never I'm done pegging if you've basically you're saying anything you do with a woman anything to do with a man and woman is 100% classed as heterosexual yeah but say if it's a chick with a dick or if she's got a dildo and if a man is giving her a blowjob that seems a little gay to me well that but you're but that's that's uh hermaphrodite that's a chick with a dick that's that they're not female or female they're not male or female are they they're like whatever's intertwined isn't it i would say i don't know i don't know <laughs> i'm talking about this is a little i'm talking tricky, about yeah. a lengers yeah yeah i've had complete lengers yeah. do yeah. greasiness yeah to that area like yeah lick man's bummer and all that yeah and i've done that to girls where everyone's clean yeah but they're piff city and they want to do it what are you gonna say Oh, no, I allow it. It's a bit gay. You know, you bruv, after some drinks and zoots or whatever, anything goes, oh, rude boy. No, no, when you're yacked, no. bruv, when you're yacked and there's some music playing, the candles, and you've got a whiffers there. Oh, no, man. Man, ain't really trying to eat back off. Get me, man. Ain't bruv, really that. Man, ain't really doing man all or that. Y- man, Fam, like, man, that's a lot still. Bruv, like. man, bruv, man or yam, bruv, man don't care, innit? It's 2019. Big old men out here. Like, eating the booty like groceries. Bruv, man, they eat the booty like flipping not every chick like Nutella <laughs> uh, all in your finger mm. bruv if it's your wifey your ma- your husband your wifey whatever it is and everyone's clean you've had a shower you're cream down nice and you're giving head you're, you're licking the vagina and a, and it's just there wait what are you gonna do like it's you don't have to do it, innit? No, you don't have to do anything. That's what I'm <laughs> you know, saying. What are you going to do? You got to do it. <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> She's trying to stick your head there. Nah. You push your head into the hole and you're like, no! <laughs> but it's like in porn. Like, I don't like watching anal sex in porn. Like, I don't do, I don't do anal sex. Yeah. I don't, I don't put it in a girl's bum. I've, I've done it once to a girl and she was coked up and I didn't like it. And it felt, I thought, no, nah, it's not for me. But that's not to say I've eaten every girl's bum hole. Like only like thirties that a wife is there. You get yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not to expose my whole life, but listeners need to know, innit? And people need to know. You need to do whatever you want to do and feel comfortable. Boy, it's what you feel comfortable doing. I, I think being comfortable is definitely the way forward with everything in life. Being free, being comfortable. But you know, for some people, there's certain things where you're just like, yeah, that's not for me. Uh, so you know, I think that's one of them things for me. And you need to respect that's that. Yeah, of course. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. But then what's, what's, what's good for one person? What's good for the goose? What's the saying? Yeah, I've heard you say it before, but it's not one I've heard anywhere else. What's good for the goose is good for the, not good for the gander. Good for the gander, good for the goose. What's good for one person is not good for the other. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Whatever floats your boat. Me- 
Yeah, man. Um, I can see you're shocked by this conversation. Wow, well, I don't know. I don't know what my face is is saying right now, but it's it's pegging. I've never heard of that. It, that, that that's a whole new. Google it. Put it on your incognito search. <laughs> it's got to be incognito <laughs> for that, innit? <laughs> Not safe for work territory. Not safe for anything. Oh, you have to make sure all your anyone brows... listening mm-hmm. to this at work right now. This is peak for you. you. Better make sure that volume is turned right down because people are going to start looking at you differently. Yeah. <laughs> Or you might be looking at someone a bit differently, licking their lips, thinking, hmm. Ooh, I wouldn't mind a bit of pe- pegging, actually. Mm. Pegging, that's a mad thing. But fair play, if you do what you got to do, mm. and do it with the person that you feel comfortable and safe with, and make sure that they're clean, and make sure you're clean, and everyone is respected. That's the thing, isn't it? That's, that's what it boils down to. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, what's next on the topic of discussion? Moving swiftly on. You, I'll talk about this... Uh, What's this woman? Char- Charlie's Ferron raising her kids, raising her adopted son. Charlie Ferron. So she's um, an actress, right? She's an actress. She's got one of those faces where you've probably seen her a million times before. She's done a lot of stuff. I couldn't tell you what her most famous uh, movies are, but she, you know, she's she's South, is she South African? I think so. Yeah, I think she's from a, a South African background, but she's made it big in Hollywood. Okay. So yeah, go on. Just just speak on this because I know you shared the story about she got, she got a so, bit of backlash about. So she's a white woman, you know, and she's adopted a black child, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Although some people have their views on that kind of thing, they would rather, you know, a black child goes to a black home or something like that. But she can probably give that black child a nice, comfortable lifestyle that a Hollywood actress can afford, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I ain't got no problem with that. But where, where it gets interesting is this is a six-year-old uh, boy called Jackson and he's recently been spotted with Charlie, Charlie's Theron in public and the six-year-old boy is now dressed <clears throat> like a girl. So... Straight away, that's going to raise questions to people like, hold on a minute. You know what I mean? Back to the old Swiss Beats voice. Wait a minute. What? This is a boy being dressed as a girl. Um, And if this black boy was being raised by a black family, would he be in a situation where he's being dressed like a girl? It's just one of these things where, you know, culturally... um people from a different backgrounds have different kinds of tolerance levels, different kinds of expectations, mm. you know, different kind of things like they're going to accept. Um, and, you know, maybe if a child has is, is, is expressed wanting to sort of dress up in, in his mom's clothes and stuff like that, in a, maybe in a black family, there might be a different stance in it. Yeah. And, and it might be like you get punishment and, you know, and the boy doesn't dress up like a girl. Mm. And then maybe it's a phase and then they grow out of it. And then they're just playing basketball and smoking zoots and <laughs> dunking on people. And you know what I mean? Being a regular boy as they get older. But maybe growing up under Charlie's Thurzon. She's, Charlie's Theron, isn't it? Charlie's. Excuse me. I can't say her name properly. Sorry. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe under uh, with her as a mum. Yeah. She's seen him wanting to dress up in her clothes and she's kind of been like, oh, okay. So maybe you're a girl in a boy's body and she's kind of, you know, taking him to the store to go and buy some little girl's dresses. And now he's six years old and he's dressing up like a girl and his whole life is going to be 
a bit complicated now, I would have thought. How old is he? Six. Six, six years old. Okay. So she's received criticism and backlash, uh, which I feel is unfair and unjust, and she should be allowed to let him dress him up in whatever he wants to wear. My opinion, I'm working with kids who in the past have wanted to express themselves like that. <clears throat> you should be allowed to let them wear whatever they want and express themselves whatever they want. Because if maybe the, just for example, if the shoe was on the other foot and it was a girl who wanted to wear all boys clothes mm. and be a tomboy, inverted mm -hmm. commas, mm -hmm. would there be such backlash? No. I think there would be some sort of a backlash, nah, but maybe not as much uh, outrage because it, it's a bit more controversial going the other way, isn't it? It is more controversial, but it yeah. shouldn't be. So if it was, and then also the fact that it's a it's a, a white celebrity who's adopted black kids, there's probably underlying issues there already that some people have, which you've stated. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd, I would like to think that regardless of the colour of the family, they would support the child. And if they wanted to wear flipping a bright pink dress and whatever, then you would just support it and let them either express themselves oh, I was just that whole passage Nicotarian while we're trying to, yeah. I was thinking that was a lovely ball <laughs> you the touch you want to get them to express themselves and either A get it out of their system B that's just might who they be and you just need to appreciate and respect that and support that because to, to, to stop it and stifle it could have an adverse effect and could send them in a whole other direction and have all types of mental health growing up and you just got to support them because it's your kid so if it was my kid and I had a little boy and he was like, yeah, dad, I want to do this. I'd be like, all right, come, let's support the thing, innit? And you've got to give the balance. you just got to support the child. And also they're of an age where they're still finding themselves like, you know, doesn't mean, they're, doesn't mean they're gay, you know, they might not be gay. They might be, you know, they might just want to do that for a bit of fun. They might have a lot of female uh, family members. They might have a lot of friends. They might, you know, look up to mummy who does this. So you see, this is it though. I think, oh, ah. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think children take after their parents and guardians. Yeah. yeah? Like, they kind of copy you, don't they? You know, like, you, like you might have had an, an annoying little cousin or little brother or something, and they try and, they kind of imitate you. They want to be just like you, and yeah, you find yeah, it yeah. a bit annoying. Yeah. So, if she was adopted by a black man, if this, sorry, if this child was adopted by a black man, mm. would this child be now trying to dress up like a girl? You don't know. Or is it specifically because they've been adopted by a white woman? Nah. Now the child could wants be the to child. be like the white woman. Could be the child. It's down to, it could be, it could be, we don't know because we don't know. The it's, it's interesting, isn't it? That's, no, it it's is, it's fascinating, but you, it could be the child wants to do that and then it's, it's you know, as the parent, do you support the child or do you say, no, ain't no child, doing, no son of mine's doing like, dressing like a sissy. And no, no son of mine is being okay. But then that's cultural, you know, you just got to respect what people believe and do. But it's deep, man. It's like, I don't know, man. I, I do think everybody should have the right to be able to do whatever they want to do and be whoever they want to be. But at that age, I feel like you you don't really know. Like you're not an an adult to be able to make adult decisions. That's not an adult somebody, decision though. Somebody that's has to make. Up. Yeah, but what I'm saying is somebody has to make decisions for you. And at that young age, when you're still finding yourself, yeah, you're you're gonna have a bit of an identity crisis being male and 
starting to kind of dress up like a girl and live a, a female lifestyle. Might not be living like a female lifestyle. But even if they did, there's nothing wrong with that in this day and age. In any day and age, there's nothing wrong with that. And like you said, they're still finding themselves. They could have done it for like a summer holiday or a year and been like, okay, I, that was like, you know, it's like us. Like we grew up with like maybe watching cartoons or or, or watching certain things or doing certain things. You, you're not going to do it 10 years down the line, are you? Or you would have done things now that you never would have done. Here we go. Oh, this shit. You never would have done things 10 years ago that you do now. So it's a sort of... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I don't want to judge the actress. Um, no, because she's in a situation, isn't she? There's, there, me... It's probably a request that's come from the youth. Like, you know, like maybe they were out... Say they were out shopping and she says, let's buy you some new clothes. And the kid's like, yay, let's go. And they go to the shop. And then she says, okay, what do you want? And then he says, yeah, I quite like that little princess outfit still. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, cop it. Like, what, what you, don't, you don't want a hoodie and some Jordans? Like, <laughs> you no, can still no, wear no, Jordans no. with a princess it's, outfit. No, Look no, at no, Lewis no. Hamilton when he... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Lewis Hamilton get into, like, shit for saying, no, no nephew of mine's going to be wearing girls' clothes? Well, you see what I'm saying? And that, that's and, what I think is like a cultural kind of thing that comes from being in an African or Caribbean or black... But he's mixed of, race, so he's got white and black, so... Right, but his dad's black, so I would like to think that his dad's kind of instilled that... But there's loads of black... There's loads black of black culture in him. There's loads of black drag queens and, and, and men who dress yeah, up. Yeah, RuPaul and whatever. But Pose. There's a new programme called Pose, I think, to do with, like, New York in the 70s. But it's, or, it's... I don't know. I just think it's controversial and it's an interesting story. No, it is, it is. Because at is. that age, the mind is young and impressionable. Right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it isn't formed. You don't really have your own ideas of exactly what you want to do and who you want to be. You might do. So, what's really important is your environment and you might do. the people around you influencing you. They support you. So, it's possible that, you know, being adopted by this specific person has influenced the boy into wanting to dress like a girl. We'll see as the kid grows up. Does he end up being some type of drag queen? Does he end up wanting to have a, an operation and, and look like a girl? Or is it just a phase? We'll see. It's interesting. It's interesting though, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is. We're all about this interesting <laughs> chat, beer, rap and banter. Um, what's the email address? Beer, rap and banter at gmail.com. And at beer, rap, bants on all the social media. Um, what else? There's so many things to talk. I've not seen you in a few weeks, so there's so much to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to recently, fam? Just trying to keep healthy. I said I gave up crisps for Lent. Uh, that is big, you know, because if you eat crisps every day, that is going to be a huge thing to cut out of your diet. Yeah. So crisps and I've been doing a lot of running. Oh, that's a great ball, please. Oh. We love crisps in the UK. What, what, what was your favourite crisp? What did you give up? Uh, Doritos, all the types of Doritos. Um, the sock, the sock roll, the rock salt and vinegar type ones I don't mess with walkers for me walkers are the deadest oiliest crisps and they're really bad for you that's lovely skill from Iwobi yeah Iwobi's doing bits I think we're going to try and equalise I've got money riding on this come on um, so yeah I've just been keeping fit and healthy man um, I wanted to talk to you about this is another interesting topic just about um, how should you greet your friends uh, other halves like how should you greet your friends girlfriends and wives okay that is kind of interesting because I was at a wedding yesterday okay and um yeah shout out to Israel and Veronica um congratulations the the, the happy couple were uh, wedded in holy matrimony nice traditional wedding I traditional do like traditional Ghanaian ceremony hey I do like a good wedding mm. I do like a good wedding no matter the religion culture food 
well, food's not the most important thing, but well, it's in one of the most important things, but vibes, mm. family. Mm. Yeah, man. It's all important, man. And it's like when I saw, so it's my boy that I know who invited me to the wedding. And when I saw his missus um, all dressed up and, and looking fabulous in the outfit, um, I didn't know how to greet her. I just felt awkward at that specific moment. Mm. Do I go for a kiss on the cheek? Do High I go five. for a hug? <laughs> yeah, do I spot it? Yeah, we say yeah, it, fam. Congratulations, Spotty. fam. Yeah, we get married. You finally done it. Yeah, gang, 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 gang. Go on, big man. <laughs> but it's true. It's um, like, how do you, how do you, how do you do it? Because it could be awkward if you're out with. Um, sorry, go on, carry on. Sorry, big upon. Yeah, so I, I didn't really know. How to greet. So I think I just kind of waved my hand and said, hi, nice to see you, you know, just fully looking geeky and awkward with it. Um, but then when I left, I kind of did the kiss on the cheek and the, and the hug. Um, the kiss on the cheek and the hug can come after. Would you? It depends who the person is and how you know a minute, the yeah. relationship. Mm. So a firm handshake maybe at the beginning. Would it be appropriate for me to meet your wife and then to greet her with a kiss and a hug? If you don't know her. No, me. Oh, you know her though. So that's calm. Yeah. But if it was, say, like my random bridging that I'm rolling with. No, you're mad. <laughs> but then, but. That, it's just a kiss on the cheek though. But then like, that's down to the woman then to be like, yeah. to, to give that off. So I'm not going to be like, him standing in between them like a, like a boxing uh, referee and be like, hold on, wait a minute, keep your distance. You go in the corner. You can't touch that person. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's showtime. It's definitely not showtime, fam. It's definitely not showtime. But it's coming for that kiss in the like cheek, fam. Certain, certain, certain girls are a bit too huggy-huggy if they see you with your girl and then certain guys might be like hugging, trying drapes up your And as soon like, as they get the kiss and the cuddle, they're like, ah, oh, ski, 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 motherfucker. Oh, them, ski. Them E. Kylo lips licking out bum all like. <laughs> so it wouldn't be appropriate. Like, I think... you. You have to know. So if Look I met, that. he's one of our own. He's coming off the bench. Fuck for your walk up, bruv. Look at his haircut, bruv. <laughs> man, it's like a black rooster with that haircut. Like he's stuck in the nineteen fifties. They think he's a bit stiff the way he runs. Bruv, he's washed, bruv. He's, he's washed. He's washed. Don't talk about walk up. Anyway, I think uh, you should approach your partner's, uh, your friend's partner or wife with respect, and then, especially as men, keep your distance. Either give them a. A, like a wave or like shake the hand. The never, you, never spud them. You never spud them. That is the like, don't spud them. I've spudded women before and they'd kind of just laugh sometimes. Like they don't know really how to. But as your friends, as your friends misses though. Yeah, like my friends misses. Like, you know them ones where like there's a whole group of man them. Yes, you man. You is that spud the first time everyone, you met her? Is that the first see, time you met her? Yeah, you see a man's missus and you're like, yeah, what are you saying love? And then and you're like, oh, lift, right, up, lift up the that. hand to spud her and she spuds you and she's all laughing. Imagine she gave you some mad dap like she's giving like the whole thumb <laughs> thing that, you know what you meant? Like you go like that, you get it up. <laughs> there was a lot of that at the wedding yesterday. Gone oh, in, imagine you were in handshake. Yeah, I love it. Hey, bro, the whole handshake thing is like when you the handshake mm. and then the thumb and then you and then you, you press the thumb and together you click and your then fingers. you <laughs> <laughs> some white handshake. White handshakes are just like oh yeah, very firm put in there. But the, but some of the like black handshakes and mad dapping and the thumb. It's mm. like a thumb war. But imagine oh no, please no, please it's no. regional. 
Um, imagine, yeah. They like, used to, I think they used to do that in uh, Elstone back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the first time we I did that. We used to spud with a thumb up as well. Like, that is... First time I did that was a Jamaican thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was a shout out to Fat Dave, jamming at Fat Dave's yard. And oh, then so, at Jammer's yard as yeah. well. Some, yeah, some, um, they used to like high five like a patty cake. You know, you just put your hand flat and you just used to touch it like on the, pris- on the prison glass. Yeah. Anyway, that's going deep. Um... <laughs> Anyway, prison glass. Imagine, imagine your, imagine your friend, imagine that like friend's girl, yeah, talking about handshakes and hugs, and then like, she, she, she goes and she goes, yo, she starts like uh, dapping up and bear hugging all the man, them in it, picking up, going, ah, like oh, being proper playful. You'd be like, what that's about crazy. wife? That's crazy. Um, I only say that because there was a few incidents of um, people greeting greeting women, and it did look a bit awkward. I know um, there's this guy called Amari Hardwick who. Uh, got a lot of backlash from kissing Beyonce uh, at this award ceremony. So the NAACP, she hugged, he hugged her up in front of Jay-Z, he was kissing her on the cheek and it looked a bit, it did look a bit mad. Um, it's just interesting how you should approach your friend's, your friend's partner. So I think this, you know, a handshake or like a wave and then at the end, catch the energy. If she's a bit quiet, you're not really going to lean in for the hug and kiss, are you? It's kicking off between Silver and Una Emery. In the corner, clotted. late for the tackle. How are we doing for time? Uh, oh, it's been an hour or so, Yeah, man. man. We, we, we've we're been getting it up. in. We didn't really talk about any music too tough. I know we sometimes... I think we're going to try and... We can get it in on the next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a, it's just a Sunday nice one. Sunday dinner. Yep. I'm looking forward to the Sunday Yeah, dinner. we're going to have a nice Sunday dinner today. Bit of chicken. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just hit chicken on its own. Barbecue chicken mm. with um, potatoes. Mm. Um and with corn on the cob mm. we've got a little bit of coleslaw there did you well. bring any food back from the wedding yesterday nah was there any left there, was, there, there wasn't <laughs> nah it was definitely not a, a doggy bag takeaway thing but it was nice man there was some traditional food going around some banku some uh, wache uh, of course some jollof mm. and yeah it was nice man it was good I had some uh, cocoa wow yeah it was good oh thanks thanks for uh, letting me know all the good food oh yeah I, I got you something as well man really yeah um, yeah, I might as well quickly get it before we yeah, start, go for we'll start it. recording. Yeah, go for it. While, while uh, Cows is going to go and reach it, just to let you know, <clears throat> episode 42, the Yaya Toure episode, is he the best African footballer that's ever graced the premiership? This is talking discussions with you and your friends. Um, how should you greet your partner's, uh, your friend's partner, your husband, their, their husband, their wife, their boyfriend, their girlfriend? Um is it gay to have things in your bum with your heterosexual? Oh, wow, you got me a present. So you can choose one of the two, but you can't have both. It's in a red packaging. Uh, one of the two. Can I just pull it out? Pause. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, sick. What is this? Lava with a price on it. Oh, all right. Okay. That's, is this how much I mean to you? My bad. Five euros. <laughs> Five euros. Hey, our just, friendship. I've known you for 20 hey, plus it's just, years. It's just a little souvenir, man. This is wicked, man. So yeah, basically that is some volcanic rock from the Canary Islands when can, I when I went over there. Can I go for the bracelet? You can if you want. I would like to because I need to I need to step my accessory game up because yeah. I'm looking at Cal. He's got the bling. He's accessorizing. <laughs> I need to step my swag up. So this would be really nice. Cool. Uh, and I've got quite a lot of keyrings already, and I don't want it to get lost in the other keyrings. So, uh, and it's all in it's all in uh, Spanish, so I can't even read it. But it's lava. Thank you very much, hey, brother. I'm going to give you the awkward handshake. <laughs> the awkward... Do you ever get that? Like the, you, know, you know, like the one we got on the social media picture? When, when, when I was trying when, to spot you. When, when you they go, get, oh, that is the, the most... I'm talking the handshake. That's the most awkward thing. When you go in for the handshake and someone gives you their fist to spud, or you go in for the fist to spud, the handshake, it's like, 
Oh, that is mad awkward, man. But yeah, <laughs> signing out on this awkward episode. It's not been awkward. It's been a lot of conversation. Um, episode 42, Yaya Toure. Thanks for listening on yeah. whatever, SoundCloud, yeah. Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Yeah. Just Google us. All of that. At Beer at Bants. Please at us on the social media. Big up all the other podcasters. I'm English. I'm Cal. Thank you for listening. And we out. Peace. Thank you, man. This is really nice.